you got to trust him. You got to be in his hands to be in his will. Amen. You know, and I think that that's something that lines up with, with scripture. And it's like, the more you're in the word, the more you start to see what his will is for your life. And you start to see his character and you know that like, you know, what comes from him and what comes from the enemy, you know, like even we were talking like this uh, last night about like, you know, the enemy's going to try to get, you know, he's going to try to throw his, throw his hand in this, um, in this weekend that you have going on, he's going to try to distract you. He's going to try to have people, you know, uh, giving you some, some words that aren't from the Lord, you know, to be able to, uh, insert himself. Like, are you sure? Are you sure that mercy culture in Dallas is the answer? Are you sure you're walking away from this? Are you sure you don't want you want to stay there? Like, no, I'll stay there. You know, but it's like, he, like God, God has so much more for you where he's bringing you, but the enemy wants to pull you back to like where he knows he can kind of, you know, keep you at, you yeah. know, keep you obey from God's will. Yeah. And that happens in so many ways, bro. I mean, this is happening to me in ministry right now, but that happens in many different realms. That could be an old sin. That could be an old relationship. That's right. That could be an old job or That's a right. current job. Like we have to understand that like, yo, we have to make way for God. Like we have to clear that altar and allow him to put things back on it. You know? And it's like, good. you know, we, we, we come to him, we take things off and then we put things on. It's like, bro, like Jesus is waiting on our obedience to, to, to literally put us on our purpose and our calling and the desire that he has for us. But if we have so much things that we are putting on that altar, we're making idols, we're making, you know, something of it that it's not, then you give Holy Spirit less room to work and you give the Lord less room to work and put you where you, where you need to be, you know? And yeah, it's, it's, um, for me, bro, since I've been here, like, you, you know, I've shared it with you, bro. I've been attacked a lot, you mm-hmm. know, in that realm. The enemy's trying to bring up my past. He's trying to bring up my present and, and almost keep me in a place of feeling like you didn't really hear from God. You know, and there's right. probably people out there who you received a word um, from the Lord many times and you are still flip-flopping, going back and forth between should bro. I or should I not? Let me share this real quick. So this reminds me when you just said that of Paul, uh, Saul, when he was on Damascus Road, uh, if you remember what happened, I'm, you're a big book of Acts kind of guy. I think it's like in Acts 19 or 20 or something like that. Um, when Saul was on the road to Damascus, keep in mind, Saul was the one that was uh, persecuting Christians and was uh, was guarding the the clothes of the of the guys that were killing Stephen, the first ever martyr, who was a really phenomenal preacher at the time. And he was just arresting them and whatnot. But anyway, at that in that moment in Damascus Road, when he had an encounter, an encounter with the Lord, uh, he was blinded by the light. It was so bright and it was so glorious that it blinded him, right? And all the people that he was rolling with, his crew, could all see the light, right? But only Paul or Saul could hear the voice, mm. right? So it made me think like at, in that moment, the revelation in the scripture that I got from it while, while writing a sermon about that was the fact that don't like let, let that be a lesson that sometimes you're the only one that hears the word of God. Wow. Sometimes you're the only hear, one that hears the voice of God wow. and everybody else doesn't hear it. Yeah. And they're they, not meant to hear it. They're either. not meant to hear it. It's yeah. for you. It's for you specifically. So it's like the confirmations that you received this weekend. And I think you should like elaborate on that a little bit more. Like because the confirmations like last night, Olivia and Jess came home to the house. I'm telling you, I've never heard that volume from Olivier. I've never heard that excitement, the pitch, everything in his voice, as well as Jess, was cloud 11, bro. It was this next level. It was like all, it was like they just saw the Father. It's like they saw his glory. Yeah. And it was on their face. That yeah. was exactly the way it felt. Like y'all gave some, I, I was so tired last night. You came home, boom, we were up to like one o'clock and I was like juiced up. I was like, yeah. I couldn't go to bed last night. I, I was so hyped for it. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still right. like trying to recover. Yeah. So it's like, and, and share a little bit about that because like that's what people need to see when it comes to, or hear about when it comes to like 
you know, being obedient, coming to Texas, going to check out Mercy Culture, not just coming to one service, Mercy Culture, and like, all right, I'm out. You, you we went to Let Us Worship on Saturday at Mercy Culture with Sean Floyd and Jasmine leading spontaneously. We had no plans to go to that until that day. Suddenly we were there worshiping big front at the altar, seeing people get delivered, seeing healing, seeing people just giddy for the Lord. Amen. The next day you're at uh, Fort Worth location of Mercy Culture, getting touched by the word that had to do with uh, the political realm. And then that night you're at Dallas location where you just absolutely fell in love and absolutely hit it off with the pastor there and just so many other amazing things that were happening there. So share like the confirmations because it's like when you hear the voice of the Lord, it's like we want to be able to understand that like he's speaking directly to you and he's going to show you specifically that he is talking to you face to face. Amen. And you bring up a little point because, you know, confirmation looks different for each person. You know, we're all, we all have different life experiences. We all come from different backgrounds. So your confirmation is going to look way different than mine's. But the, the beautiful thing about having a relationship with Jesus Christ is that you know the way that Jesus talks to you. That's right. And you have to really be obedient in that. And when you hear from him, you act. So, you know, my fiance hears from him audibly, but I don't hear from him audibly. The Lord actually speaks to me face to face like he spoke to Moses. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's what it is. There, people will literally take the form of the Lord will literally to come, come into people and literally like, talk through them to me. And he doesn't talk in riddles. He talks directly to me and tells me exactly what's on his heart. And so that could look different for somebody else. Maybe God talks to you in nature. Maybe he talks to you when you're writing or you're listening to music or, so I don't want to put the Holy Spirit in a box, that's you know, right. and that's, and that's something I, I, I want to stress to the people out there who are maybe thinking they're hearing from God and, you know, maybe looking to somebody else to, and to compare and, and maybe say, oh, that, maybe that's the way I know. Well, it's going to look different for you, right. you know, and that's okay. Um, and for me, you know, the confirmations were coming in like constantly, bro. And and I know the way the Lord talks to me, you know. So mm -hmm. even last night when I went in faith um, to Dallas, the location for Mercy Culture, that was where the Lord had initially like spoken that I, I needed to be. Um, and we I, didn't even know that Dallas location was opening up. Mercy yeah. Culture just released, uh, opened up two Sundays ago. Yeah. And so like I, received, I, I received the word of going to Dallas a week before they opened up. So mm -hmm. I didn't even know Dallas location was opening up. I just knew about the Fort Worth, Fort Worth location. So I'm like, okay, I'm pumped up because I'm over here receiving deliverance from their worship. I love their sermons. I love everyone who's involved and it, they're just on fire right now. So I'm like, all right, cool. But the Lord kept saying Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. And then even your wife received, you know, you received a message from her like, hey, I think, you know, Dallas is for him. You know, she, always, goes, she goes, even though I know you want him closer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, don't say, you don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> like no, stepbrothers. <laughs> so the Lord was even confirming to other people about me, which is yeah, kind of cool too, right? Wild. So there's other parties involved, but long story short, you know, I, the Dallas location opened up a week. So I'm like, okay, there's something here. Like, this is not just my imagination. Like I'm hearing from God because Dallas came up before that location. So boom, we go to Fort Worth. What's crazy and interesting about going to Fort Worth is that when I came in Friday, we had no plans to go to church on Saturday. It was all for Sunday, yep. right? If you remember, Mercy Culture put out a post saying, uh, let us worship is here. And they had had like a, a 5k event that they were running for the church. And I guess, Merce, um, I guess, uh, let us worship just pulled up mm -hmm. and let us worship actually said, Sean Foyt actually said like, yo, we didn't have plans to be here in Dallas this weekend. So if y'all, you guys probably don't know, but, um, two years ago, I was actually supposed to go on a trip with Zachariah to Africa. I got COVID and my passport didn't come in time. So I had to stay home. 
during that time, right the day before he left, Zachariah sent me an invitation to go to let us worship. Mind you, we're still in that pandemic. Yeah, you know, I was like, bro, if thing. you ain't going to come to Africa with me, at least you could do is go see my boy, Sean. Exactly. And mind <laughs> you, in that season, it had been eight months since I moved to Miami. I didn't have a home church yet. That's right. And so when you invited me to that, I'm like, all right, Lord. And he kept pressing on my heart, pressing on my heart. Like, you know, my my girl was like, you know, reminding me about it. So I'm like, all right, this is a, this is a thing. So I went in faith. You went solo, right? I went solo dolo, bro. Hey. In faith that like the Lord. And I one thing, the prayer that I was praying was, Lord, let me meet someone tomorrow that would lead me to a home church mm, because on. I know your will for me is fellowship and I'm not fellowshipping right now. I don't feel whole. I don't feel, you know, this, yeah. this is what you're, you're calling me to. So went in faith, bro, mm. literally get there, sat all the way in the back, never been to those revival events before. So I don't know what to expect. So I'm just in the back chilling, bro. It's cold. There's no food or anything. I'm just worshiping the Lord and, you know, and just in and, and spirit and truth. And then at the end, it's crazy. There was a podcast literally going on. It was like an interview type really? of thing on the stage. And um, it was about homeschooling. It was about, you know, it was for more, more, more for parents, but I'm a future, you know, parent. So I, I moved up, you know, and I ended up sitting to this gentleman named David. And it's so crazy. David is the one that has made me a leader at the church I'm at now. He actually led me to the wow. church I'm at now in Miami. He's the one baptizing you, bro. He's the one baptizing like, me. Like, how you know, crazy is you that? know what I mean? So Ooh. he stepped out in faith, bro, and invited me. And I went to the church and the rest is history. I've been going to that church now for two years. I'm a leader there. I teach the kids every Thursday. You know, I, I lead a small group uh, as well with David as a leader. So, and then you're back in Texas, and then boom, the, let us worship's here again. Let us worship suddenly. is here again in a pivotal moment where the Lord has given me a word that I'm going to be moving to Texas. Wow. Let us worship pops up again. Thank you so much for supporting our YouTube channel. If you like this video, make sure you subscribe and smash that like button. If you would like to see another short clip from this episode, you can do so here. Or if you want to see the full conversation, you can do so here. And make sure you subscribe on Patreon if you'd like to partner with us. You can do that at the link in the description of this video. Thank you so much, and we'll see you on the next one. Cheers.